Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. The Women in Sport podcast with Ger McCarthy on the Big Red Bench. Welcome to a brand new season of the Big Red Bench Women in Sport podcast. My name is Ger McCarthy and you can follow me on Twitter at GerMcCarthy74. This year, the bench will bring you the very best interviews, match reaction and previews in not just ladies football, but camogie and a host of other disciplines involving the best sportswomen inside and outside of Cork. In this week's episode, I speak to Cork LGFA Senior Manager Evie Fitzgerald and his new captain Martina O'Brien, ahead of Cork's Division 1 National League opener with Tipperary. We'll also hear from Clannacilty Food Company MD Colette Toomey following her company's announcement of a three-year sponsorship deal with Cork LGFA. We also speak to Cork Intermediate Camogie Manager Mark McCarthy and Intercounty Captain Ashling Maloney ahead of Saturday's Division 2 clash with Kerry. And we finish with Cork Senior Camogie Manager Paddy Murray and corner forward Fiona Keating and get their reaction to Cork's Division 1 Camogie victory over Tipperary. The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6pm. The Cork LGFA seniors begin their 2021 campaign with a Lidl National Division 1 league fixture at home to Tipperary on Friday night. I caught up with new Cork captain Martina O'Brien, but first, let's hear from Cork senior manager Evie Fitzgerald. Like Friday night, we'll be a training session for us. No ideal, it's not ideal. I suppose after, you know, people with a week work and that, but at the same time, having it in Parky Keeve and having it under, you know, as you say, under lights, it needs to be... The big red atmosphere there, and the girls are hungry to start and, and to you know to get going. I suppose so. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. I think tip on the new management as well, so they'll probably have that bit of vibrancy about them. Um, but it's a game we're looking forward to. And as I say, we haven't had any outside challenge matches, so it'll be our first competitive game. Um, so you know there'll, there'll probably be mistakes and stuff. But we're we're generally we're, we're as I said, the girls are really looking forward. Um, your panel this year, you have a couple of new additions, Ellie Jack, um, Emma Spillan, is she back? And what about Isabel Sheen, is she part of it? Yeah, they're all, at the moment they're all part of it. Now I think we'll probably have to reduce it as we're going on, but um, the training certainly are, are part of it at the moment. So we'll, 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 you know, we'll keep going as we are for the time being and then we'll reassess after the league. Uh, we may have to, to, to cut it down a bit, but that, you know, we're giving everybody an opportunity to impress. So hopefully, you know, we'll... You know, and it's also very handy for training and for, for game situations for us to have a big, little bit bigger of a panel. But, you know, it's what's going forward. It'll be difficult, it'll be difficult to keep. I think we have 30, 30 years or so at the moment, so that'll be difficult to manage going forward. So, but for the time being, anyway, yeah, those three have been added. A home uh, we, oh, yeah, go on, sorry, yeah. No, we have a couple of injuries, obviously. Neil Connor isn't back, Laura Manny isn't back. They're back and they're, they're doing their rehab and progressing. But it'll be a while yet before we see before we see them. Marie Ambrose has stepped up her, her, her training as well, so refreshing to have them back and, and you know amongst us again as well. How important do those um, A and B, not A V B, but like as you said, you've enough on your panel that you can have practice or matches. I've seen the intensity of them before. Has the intensity been ratcheted up? Ratcheted up though? Yeah, well, I mean, everybody's fighting for position, so it's, it's, that's important. I suppose we're lucky now. We have a good pool of talent available to us. Um, the other side of it is, I suppose, you know, we're familiar, we're familiar with one another. So, you know, when you're playing outsiders, it gives you that different challenge, and you're coming up against things that you haven't, you haven't seen in training. But all in all, I have to say, we're very happy with the, we're happy with the preparations, and we, you know, we're confident that the games we're playing amongst ourselves are, are a good enough policy to make sure they stand to us next week. Um, you usually use the league to blood as many players as you possibly can. Is that going to change this year because it's been reduced in terms of the number of games? Yeah, well, not so 
much like the panel we have now outside of the three girls mentioned there have been with us. Well, Emma Spillane was with us anyway for a few years, but the other two girls, the rest of them have been with us for a couple of years now. So I suppose it's a case of trying to, you know, maybe look at different options. What we can do now as well is, you know, and I suppose they've been guilty of it in the past, but, you know, playing girls who are maybe dodgy of hamstrings and stuff and taking chances and that. But we can't do that now because of the shortness of the season and, and also the fact that, you know, the, the with the panel size, it's very competitive. The girls are, you know, go very, very well. Everybody's very fit. So, you know, we have a lot of options available to us. So, um, I think the team we pick next week will be reflective of girls who who are fully fit, ready to go, and um, and are, are at the fitness level that we're happy with. And the other thing on that, Ify, the split season, from an inter-county management point of view, it makes absolute sense to you and that you have the girls now for the entirety of the league and the championship and then they can return back to their clubs. You'd like to see that continue, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's, well, obviously, it gives clarity. Um, I suppose the only, you know, the only thing we'd have would be the camogie, you know, clashes of time, from time to time with camogie. But um, at the inter-county level, I'm talking about. But other than that, yeah, it gives us... You know, and I think it's good for the club. Or maybe the clubs can train away and know themselves, but also the players will go back from a very good condition. You know, from us. I think the big thing this year was um, the girls got a break. You know, uh, particularly the Morn Abbey girls now have been on the go for three or four years. Like Darnell Sullivan looked very fresh, and hopefully she can she can keep herself fit. Um, so from that point of view, um, the split season, yeah, going forward, I think is the way to go. But also for for looking at last year and looking at. Um, the break that they've had now, um, I think, will be certainly beneficial for the girls who have been on the go, you know, for constantly for for a few years. And just finally, from a management point of view, obviously you want to get a win up on the board, but does it necessarily matter how you do it the first night out? No, well, obviously we want to win every game, but my like my complete focus this year is on championships. So, so that's not to say we're not taking it seriously. We will, of course, but we'll be looking at different things, looking at different styles styles of playing. Um, and it's just uh, introducing some some girls who maybe haven't started on the team before. So um, there's plenty to play for and to look forward to. But with regard to our preparation, it will be geared towards nine weeks' time when the championship starts. The league will will be using. Hopefully, we can stay in it. Um, you know, we generally have a good. You know, we we won three of the last four leagues. I think so. We've always had kind of good runs in it. But our training schedule won't be won't be slowed up because of you know playing league matches. We're we're going to. Um, gear everything towards getting ourselves ready for the for, for June, July, and August. It's obviously it's a great honour, and I suppose I spoke um, at length about it um, when I, it was announced that I was captain. But um, just a great honour, like, and and I suppose I'm old enough now to understand. Yes, there's probably extra work with with something like that, but it also means that like it's not going to change me on the pitch or whatever, you know. Like and I've look I've captained my club before and, and I know what's involved and, and uh, I don't think it, it shouldn't weigh too heavy on my shoulders I hope but um no I'm enjoying it at the moment and um every like we've been back now with about two, three weeks or whatever it is and it the the the, um, the mood in camp is really good and it's just everyone is so delighted to be able to just get out of their houses go training have something to do and do you know what the weather makes it all the better as well do you know you're coming into summer football and yeah. it just has it's it's really do you know coming back now um it's been very very enjoyable and I suppose we couldn't have asked for for a better you know month to get back and and kind of get back into it um a familiar voice amongst the management team this year and Brian McCarthy 
Um, how has he settled in and have you had much chance to talk to him since you've been back training? Asher, Brian is Brian now, like he's uh, he he loves football, you know. Um, but sure, he'll just slip away into the management and 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 um, do what he does, you know. Brian is around long enough, I suppose, in football, and he's done. He's worked with a lot of teams, you know, men's teams, girls' teams, and and um, he's going to bring a lot to the back, the backroom team. And um, yeah, just chat him to him. I think he's enjoying it, and I suppose. He's 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 a man that will stand back and watch it all first and take it in and then he'll kind of give us his um his ideas like but no he's going well and it's going well and I think um it's great for for look for I suppose West Cork anyway um to have just that extra voice in there and um he'll he'll add an awful lot to to the whole thing like you know and yeah. he'll add an awful lot to management and um like look he's another person there that you could always go to and if you had a problem or you know if you were kind of just mm. wondering look what can I do here if, if you're not just quite making the team or you know he's very easy to, to chat to and he's very he'll give you honest advice like you know so yeah, yeah no it's great to have him in um, Let's talk football a national league to look forward to the draw two teams you know quite well Tipperary and Waterford and a third you know very well the Dubs Um the old cliche about the league being the league and you try and you know get yourself started before the championship comes and all that. I, I would guess though, Martin, because things are so constricted, because there's so few games this year, that the league takes on a little bit more importance that you'd be putting in the effort that you usually would, but you're taking it that bit more seriously now as well, yeah? Oh, definitely. I suppose, like, since, since like, we didn't have a league last year, we didn't finish it out and I... Like the the championship was so condensed in, and it was, it's all it's all kind of like coming in together. It, this feels probably a bit more competitive. This this league campaign for every team, I think, whether it's Division One, Two, or Three, or Four, um, I suppose it is. We have that length of time, and we know when we're going to be kind of playing championships. So you want to have really good quality games, um, and you you kind of have to set your stall out at the start. I don't think we have you don't have any time to feel your way into it really Um, again you you probably can lose one game in in your group and and maybe make a semi-final but like you can't really take any chances in that either Um, and the groups are finely balanced like you know it's going to be very very competitive but well, we're, I suppose we're, it's it's going to be a big challenge for us in the sense that like we have a, a big panel. Um, it's a very competitive panel. Um, I actually feel sorry for management because they're going to have <laughs> such a hard job of picking 30, yeah. and never mind 15 to get on the pitch. So, look, it's we're looking forward to it. Um, we're going to, I suppose, match ourselves off. Like, where where have we come since since December? I suppose, and and like obviously we want to improve and. We're going to have that chance to to show it, I suppose, in the first couple of games um, against three really quality sides. Uh, our first game against Tip, like that'll that'll be that'll be very interesting. Uh, you know, like Tip have new management as well this year, but they're always a really really tough side. So I suppose we're just looking at it as another challenge. And I know cliche it again. Mm. We're we're taking one match at a time. You know, we're not kind of looking ahead. Um, we're kind of focused on Tip and and kind of looking. 
we'll look after the next game then after that um, but they're going to come the matches are ticking fast like so look it's a great way to have it too do you know you're not waiting around for weeks and weeks for, for another uh, um, big challenge do you know or, or tough game so um, week after week would probably suit us and you, you can't really sit back in your laurels you just have to kind of keep rolling Saturday and Sunday from 6pm. Clonakilty Food Company has announced an exciting three-year partnership incorporating the sponsorship of Cork LGFA's three championship underage sides under 14, under 16 and minor, football development academies and summer camps. Clonakilty Food Company will also be the sleeve sponsors of the Cork Senior Ladies Football Team this year. Here's Colette Toomey, MD and co-founder of Clonakilty Food Company. A big thank you, I think, uh, on behalf of everybody associated with Cork Ladies Football. This is a fantastic good news story. Why, Colette, um, has your company decided to partner with Cork Underage Section? Well, um, I suppose Cork is always dear to our hearts and um, ladies football is um, some, you know, when you'd see all the underage, it covers so many um, children, uh, uh, girls that are anxious to play football and it takes them right up to, you know, through their teenage years and uh, it is, um, you know, Clannacilty's food company is a family business and this is just extending the family to to um, include um, all these um, young aspiring, you know, they are the underage today, they are the representing their, their their county, they are the seniors of tomorrow. Yes, and as we've, we've just been discussing, like there's hundreds of girls at this time of the year are trialling just to get onto the Cork panels. Then you've got the club scene, not just in West Cork, but all over the county, ladies football is certainly growing at a rapid rate every year. It's becoming increasingly popular. And now they're associated with a brand name with your company as well, which is, fan- which is fantastic. And the investment that this is in underage football is going to benefit you now, but also those players later on, as you've said, um, will also benefit it when they reach senior. Yeah, it's in, you know, and it's great to see enthusiasm. Mm. And I think enthusiasm, um, if, even for, from from the um, the tutors and the the trainers and everybody, the enthusiasm that we've got since we started engaging mm. with the um, with, with with the Cork Underage um, has been fantastic. And I think if that enthusiasm is passed down to the girls, um, you know, it is. It, it is really, 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 really good for them. It's it's life changing. Mm. It is a life skill that they and teamwork. It's everything. It's preparing them for life, and it is um, a, a super opportunity for us as well to um, to engage with so many um, young ladies, mm. and um, you know that that represent their county. You've had fantastic success in your previous partnerships with Cork City and Cork City Women's and various other sporting bodies. But this is a national, I mean, this is inter-county now. This is a county-wide. I mean, you are, as you said yourself, you're stepping into a very, very popular sport and a very, very important one. Um, You must be delighted, as you said, the response you've gotten already, but the engagement, and there's that word again, there's such positivity around ladies' football, not just in this county, but throughout the country. Um, it must be uh, for your own you've already uh, got a taste of it pardon the pun uh, you'll be hoping to continue that throughout the next couple of years well, yes and I mean you know the, the, there are always partnerships where you there there are sponsorships that you sign the cheque and that's mm. about that's that's about as far as it goes and um, you know but it's um, we can see it already the engagement as I said the enthusiasm um, you know you can't that no money will pay for that it has to come from it has to come from the heart and uh, we're we're supporting with a heart and a half mm. and uh, we're getting it back in in 
just you know everybody's <laughs> everybody's um, the the positivity mm. is infectious. It's brilliant. And you would have seen how important sport is in a young girl's life and a young boy's life as well. But just having sport and being in partnership with those sports to support them and to give back to the kids and to give them something, as you said, through their teenage years into adulthood. It is you know I mean it's investing in the future. You know, you, you, we see every day that, um, you know, the future, the future is, is what's important. And, um, you know, girls or young people in sport, it is just so important. It's life skills. You know, if they even if they leave it at 20 years of age, what they've learned in all their teenage years underage um, what they've learned will stand to them for life. Um, we're coming out of a very difficult time, a global pandemic. Normality is just starting to creep back in from your own company's point of view and from sporting point of view. Um, you must be delighted now that there's some sort of normality returning, just a normal day business life as well as sporting. Um, oh, yeah, it's, it's great that normality is... It, it probably will take a while to come back to what we know as normal. But um, I think with the rollout of vaccination and with um, the lifting of restrictions, I think the fear element is easing. And, you know, we we were one of the lucky companies that kept going and through and, you know, it wasn't easy for staff. It wasn't easy for anybody because everybody was on a, a you know, a nice edge all the time and every morning waiting to hear, can everybody turn up for work and all of that. So all that said, it was a real team effort um, for everybody to um, work together and to get the best result. And that's really what... Um, sponsorship is for for the underage is about it's about teamwork everybody working together and with, with you know cock being up there mm. and they're um, you know holding the trophies exactly. and the enthusiasm of the girls I have every confidence in that excellent and just finally um, the investment and the partnership with the Cork Ladies Football Association is one thing but that new jersey I mean you must be delighted it looks fantastic it is lovely it is, it is absolutely lovely this morning was my first time other than seeing it on computer screen mm. it was my actual uh, first time seeing it on, in, in the flesh and um, and the girls are delighted which is very very important and um, no, it really looks it, it really looks the part and um, I'm looking forward to seeing it um muddied up a little bit out there in the um out there in the pitch and um you know we'll, it will be hopefully um a very good um, sponsorship and a very good relationship and partnership going forward the cork camogie intermediates began their campaign with a hard-earned littlewoods national league division two win away to tipperary last weekend i caught up with winning manager mark mccarthy and captain ashley maloney ahead of this saturday's second league outing at home to Kerry. taking on tipperary um and the opening league match is, is, is not an easy thing to do, especially away from home, but you got the victory. So are you happier with the result than the performance or with both? Look, I suppose we're, so early in the year, we're, happy, we're very happy with the, with the performance overall. Um, going up to Tipperary, as they say, is, is a daunting task. Uh, Tipperary with a pro tradition. And just from uh, looking at social media and, and hearing a couple of... Uh, a couple of people talk about it. Uh, Tipperary Camogie are looking looking to build and uh, utilise the intermediate team mm. as a platform going forward. So we knew that it was going to be a difficult task and uh, thankfully we got the result. But overall, the, the performance, we, we were happy with. Uh, you know, throughout the, throughout the game, we, we had moments of, of lapse, uh, mm. particularly there after half-time. We went 22 minutes without scoring and the girls know themselves that we should have been more clinical in that time. Uh, we had two. We had two two that we missed, and, and missing a penalty opportunity as well. 
But look, they, they showed great character in coming back from that. Uh, made us, we, thankfully, we made a couple of uh, correct calls on the line yeah. and uh, just made a, a couple of substitutions, which you know freshened up the team and gave them the platform to really kick on. Uh, so look, it's as I say, performance was excellent. The the win was the win was great because look, we can move on now to a, a game in, against Kerry next weekend, knowing that if we win against Kerry that we're automatically qualified for the next stage of the league. Um, how important was Finola Neville's goal early on in the game? I know it was 20 minutes, but in terms of the way the game, the pattern of the game was going. That's it, the way the pattern of the game was going. It was, yeah, and in Camogie as well, goals really do win games. Um, and just speaking from speaking from experience there now and, and in speaking to you know a lot of Camogie people, mm. uh, they believe that if you can get, if you can open up a small bit of a gap uh, it makes all the difference. So Finola there now, she is a very, as you know, she's a very experienced player, but shows great leadership and still has the appetite and the desire to, to compete. Uh, and she, look, she's she's not she's not uh, pushing on by any means. She's still fresh. She still has the pace and uh, and quality. So getting that goal, it was a real opportunist goal, you know, up and and winning a flick and drifting it into the net from a. Uh, from a free from Haley Ryan, but uh, yeah, it was crucial at that time to open up a bit of a gap, and it really settled us as well. So we were able to get get into the flow of it and and open up a decent uh, decent margin leading up to half time. So one ten to five points, uh, we certainly would have taken uh, before the game, but we were disappointed at how we reacted after half time. We, sh- we should have kicked on, mm. and. Uh, that kind of that showed that we do have areas to work on. You know, there, there's plenty to work on there, and we appreciate that a lot of them uh, ran out of ran out of gas, and uh, that's where the strength and depth in the squad really really plays a part. And everyone knows throughout the, throughout the panel that whether you give it six or whether you can give it sixty or you can only give it thirty, that's perfect because we're really going to rotate the squad and uh, and give everyone an, an opportunity. And based on that, Mark, how important is your bench? Because you have got quality off the bench this year. Exactly, we do. Um, it was something that we were really trying to address uh, from the last couple of years. There was was get the get the strength and depth into the into the panel. You know, extending the numbers up to thirty as well for us mm. gives us an opportunity really to every key position that we want to cover and having a backup uh, one player backup per position. So using the using the strength and depth off the off the bench is, is certainly key. Uh, having the pace as well of the like Katie Walsh and having the the quality of Claude Finn uh, in terms of scoring, but also the experience there at the back with bringing on Kira Daly, who has played Ashburn with UCC. She's represented Cork on on team times and has been a member of the panel since 2019. So uh, yeah, they look they all play a part and uh, and they know that as well. The next day now against Kerry, it won't be the same players that will be out. It won't be the same starting fifteen. Uh, they all know that they've bought into the process, and we just need to we just need to keep it going. We knew before we went up that Tip were going to be a good side. They always are. Um, having played them over the years and stuff, that so we knew they were going to be strong, and especially I suppose going away from home as well. You know, you're going into they're familiar with their grounds, and um, I suppose they have that home advantage. So we're very happy now. We're a good first round and great to get a win under our belt on our first day out. Um, how tough for those first 10 minutes as a player having not played in so long yeah <laughs> it's just very different you know I suppose we've been off for, for so long with the lockdowns it was, it was great to get back but I suppose that first 10 minutes you're kind of wondering 
are we going to be able to do this for 60 minutes? You know, it's a, it's a long 60 minutes when you haven't played in so long. But I think, to be fair, we had we had our work done in training, and I think we knew that coming in, we were able to back ourselves, that we had the groundwork done, and uh, we were happy enough going out that we, we would be able to put in a performance on the day. Yeah, because you can do all the training you, you want on your own, um, and then when you just get back. But it's, it's quite... Um, it's quite a, a much smaller league campaign this year. The margin for error is, is pretty slim. So getting a win, especially away from home and against a team like Tip, that's about the best you could hope for on the first day out. Yeah, absolutely. We can't have any complaints. Um, we have three matches in our league. So I think it's the, the top in the group comes out into the quarterfinals. So it's definitely important to get off to a good start. And as you say, there's not really much room for error. And we're out week after week. So as you say, preparation is key there as well, you know, having girls ready to go and making sure that we have the strength and depth in our panel as well, you know, I suppose you could be carrying knocks and as you say, the preparation is, is key as well and that we put in that type of training every week and I suppose that we first get used to each other as well and, you know, it is our, our first year again with a new team, you know, I suppose we've been building over the last few years but there's new girls coming in again this year so it's a great opportunity in the league to put blood in new girls and for us to get used to each other as a team as well. Um, you were eight points up at the break and then as you would expect at home Tip really came at you um, you managed to weather that storm and then see out the game and got a, a late goal um, what like, what did you learn that you didn't already know about your team in that second half? Um, I think we kind of I suppose we, we let them back into it you know we were very happy at half time and we were kind of saying to ourselves you know keep doing what we're doing like if it ain't broken don't fix it so we kind of went with that motto but Tip kind of had other ideas and I suppose they did really come at us in that first 15 minutes of the second half. I think we kind of had to just try back then the hatches. You know, they kept tipping over the points and we were under a lot of pressure but I suppose it kind of showed a sense of maturity that even though we're a new team, I suppose kind of a few leaders stepped up and we didn't really panic. We kept going and stuck with the game plan, you know, trying to work the ball out and just get it up to our own forwards and as you say, we got the crucial goal that kind of gave us a bit of a bit of breathing space again and I think sure goals win matches and today we got two of them so we were very happy with that as well um, I must ask you as a course you're overs it, on the same day that Linda Collins captained the senior team you get to, you get to captain the intermediates a lovely honour for your club but a lovely honour for yourself and your family as well yeah absolutely it's, it's a huge honour I mean anytime you go out playing in a Cork jersey it's brilliant but even to get the opportunity to captain the Cork Intermediate team this year is fantastic and for course the Wolves our club you know mm. a small country club to have two captains for both the seniors and intermediate is massive and I suppose that shows the year that we had last year with our club that we won the senior county title for the first time and suppose we've been trying for years and it was the, the year we finally got it so it's really great for, for a country club and I suppose it's great now to have so many girls on court teams and I suppose to put court rovers on the map as well in terms of smoky. Indeed you have. Um, looking ahead, I mean, from an intercounty, as an intercounty player now, it must be great that you've got that first game under the belt. Now you go back training, you're into the cycle of training and another match coming up um, quickly on the horizon and that's Kerry. Um, now again, the high of beating Tipperary, it's important that you achieve a level of consistency and you carry that into this game because Kerry, while they're not renowned for the camogie, they're certainly no slouches either at the same time. Absolutely not and even today I think they beat Galway so that seems like a big shock so I think we will have another good match on our hands next weekend and I suppose as you say it's great to get the win in the first round but winning one match isn't going to win you a league campaign and isn't going to build much for championships so I suppose it's back down to basics now on Monday night and back to the pitch and putting in the hard work again to get ourselves prepared and recovered and ready to go again for next weekend against Kerry. 
Missed the show? Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie. Corks Red FM. The Cork Senior Camogie team overcame a dogged Tipperary to register a hard-earned victory in the Littlewoods Division 1 National League at home to Tipperary in Parky Creeve last weekend. I caught up with manager Paddy Murray, but first, here's corner forward Fiona Keating. Fiona, a good start for Cork. Um, what was that first 15 minutes like, going full pelt again? Um, I suppose a bit rusty after you know our first game of the year, but you know we have such great leaders on the pitch. You know, especially you know for the younger kids we, or for the younger ones, we've a lot of them this year. And you know, leaders like Ash and Linda and Amy, you know they make a big difference on games like today. You know, just especially for the less experienced people like me you know it just hearing a word of encouragement on the pitches means a lot to us younger ones was it um just a relief just to get finally back out and get a game under the belt or was there a bit of trepidation in the middle up to it um no i suppose any day you play in parky creeve you know it's a great day it's such a privilege to be able to play here and the ground's in great condition so um no it was great to play here and we're delighted we're, we're happy enough with our performance but i suppose you know there's loads of things training on Tuesday and you know it was a good run out and you know we'll go back to the drawing board now during the week and practice on things you know that we can improve on. Uh, tough opposition they always are but they were especially saying they came back at you in the second half. Yeah I suppose you know we had a lot of changes and stuff as well in the second half and it's great that everyone gets a run um, and I suppose it's just you know for the younger ones as well to get game time like myself and um, you know it'll really stand to us as the year goes on. Um, I suppose Tipperary stayed with us you know there was a bit of a gap all right but you know they came closer and closer towards the end and you know they could have easily came back um, and won the game but you know we just worked hard and kept working hard you know like leaders like Laura Tracy and Laura Hayes and stuff you know there was no giving up there and you know it really showed towards the end um, the goal did you plan it or was it uh, were you going for that top corner or was it a point <laughs> oh jeez no um, I suppose I was in between two minds so it was nearly my own fault I, was, I just should have passed it to Linda but you know it kind of worked out in my favour um, but you know it was a poxy enough one but you know <laughs> I say the goalie will learn from her mistake and you know I will too <laughs> Just finally um, away to Waterford it's a long trip never an easy game but um, how, how much are you looking forward to that? Yeah, I suppose, you know, after having such a long gap and not playing games and stuff, you look forward to every game you get to play. And, you know, we're lucky enough to be able to play the games. So we'll definitely look forward to it. And, you know, even going away to Waterford, it'd be nice to get out the county, you know, <laughs> after being stuck here for the past few months. No, we'll look forward to it and we'll work on the stuff now for the next few weeks before the match. OK, Paddy, let's talk the positives first of all, because first day out, having been away for so long, a good score against a good team and a win on the board. Yeah, look, first of all, when I think it means that we qualify for a quarter-final, which was very important. Good score, good movement, attitude was good. Uh, you know, so overall, from that side of things, uh, you'd have to be happy. You have to expect a level, uh, some amount of sloppiness. You have to expect a certain amount of mistakes because it's the first day back. But were you getting worried when Tip got those five points in a row in the second half? Not, I suppose uh, we always look comfortable. Uh, they crowded midfield. It probably just took us a small while to adjust to that again. Uh, you know, I suppose maybe we were small but unlucky in, in, in the, the the transition area a couple of times and that we went to move it and just that looked the probably our own skill levels probably left us down in in those uh, situations. So, but look, that's expected because we've only what this is our our. our Eleventh uh, day out, so we haven't, you know, much done from a, you know, hurling point of view. So you expect those things. 
What did you make of Tipperary? I mean, they really you expect Kite the band to pick up some scores from freeze like she always does, but they played really well today, I thought. I wish Tipper a good team. Uh, you know, they're they're top four at the moment and they're looking to shove on and uh, you know, so we expected a tough game. They're probably more settled team than us as well, uh, in that, you know, a lot of our oh we've a lot of young girls coming into our side, so uh, you know, that probably would be easier for them to uh, adjust for today rather than us. You must be pleased with the impact from the bench as well. A lot of young players coming onto the field are getting more experience, very important for them even at this early stage of the campaign. Yeah, it is. Uh, look, I think we have 25, 26 on our panel this year uh, and I don't think there's that much between any one of the uh, players uh, so it's important that anyone that gets their chance has to take it There's a bit of a break to the Waterford game now does that give you time to iron out some of the things you saw today and work on the good things that you did? Yeah, look at it it'll just stay going the way we're going um, we're training well um, and just hope that our, our skill levels and fitness just get that bit better in uh, two weeks time um, and just finally, from your own point of view, as you said, you got the win under the belt for the first day, and that's that's very important. There is a quarter-final place there now. Will you experiment the next day out against Waterford, or will you look to keep same same kind of set up, same team? Look, that remains to be seen. I suppose, first of all, we'll have to see how girls are going in training. Uh, I think there's a, a football match that weekend as well, so that has to be considered because, you know, look, we, we have a number of dual players, so it's important that we keep them fresh uh, as well. So, you know... Look, uh, I'm not going to give away much because we'll just have to see the way girls uh, will go on training. That's it for another Big Red Bench Women in Sport podcast. Remember to subscribe to the Big Red Bench on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can also listen online at redextra.ie. Don't forget to tune in to the Big Red Bench with Rory O'Hagan, Colm O'Sullivan and Valerie Wheeler between 6 and 7pm on the radio every Saturday and Sunday. Follow the Big Red Bench across all our social media channels as well as visiting our official website redfm.ie. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Gork's Red FM.